You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with C. Peters, Craig Morgan, and we are joined by a very special guest making, I don't even know how many times you've been on our show at this point, (laughs) at least four, (laughs) at least. Yeah, you might be the record holder. I get nervous now that he knows his way to the studio because (laughs) every day he comes in, I think my job's probably going away. (laughs) He's just going to slide. He looks good up here. He's just going to slide into my spot. And you know, normally Petey and I take our trips down the I-10 and uh, this time... Steve Popfin saved us the trip and came up the I-10 to talk about the Tucson Roadrunners. Welcome back to the show, Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Popfin. Well, it's an easy place to to come to. I didn't realize how well you guys are situated here. There's a beer fridge here. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the amenities that you need. It'd be easy for us to come back. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't want him this comfortable. Some I, of us have uh, already found the beer fridge. I saw Saul Bookman. <laughs> Saul Bookman's already putting his name on one of the doors right now. I'm like, Saul, oh, no. Too soon. Becoming less and less special, I guess, every time I come on. <laughs> No, you're becoming more and more yeah, like a, a correspondent at this point. <laughs> exactly. We should yeah, just seriously. put you on the payroll at PH I'm, Next. I'm guessing this wasn't the main reason you came up to Scottsdale, though, buddy. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I wanted to see what the studio looked like. All right, here I, it is. I, I wanted to be live one time more with Fantastic. you guys, but actually where you guys do your work. But no, I came home to see family and uh, happy to have uh, a few extra minutes to, to spend with you guys. Yeah, sure. so we, we ate up one of your rare off days. So yeah, really we appreciate nice that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing this. So we'll get into it. We're obviously here to talk all things Tucson with you, but let's just start with kind of an overview of this season What have been your big picture takeaways from this group and its performance and abilities relative to last year? Uh, You know, well, we've got far more depth this year. We've got uh, some some great leadership aspects that uh, we didn't have uh, last year. We were a really young team. And so this year we're a lot older. We're, you know, we've got players that have played a, a significant amount in the NHL and can give a lot of the you know, the feedback that the young guys need. And, uh, you know, the, the, the guy I'm talking about is Adam Cracknell. I'm sure we're going to speak mm-hmm. about him as we go here. But uh, it's it's been a really good group to, to coach. And, and honestly, we're, we're it's, a, it's also challenging when you have older guys mixing in with the young guys. You know, they, the old guys want to play and they want to get their next contracts. And, you know, you got to give them the, the appropriate amount of ice time and 
give them the, the mm. looks that they need to get that contract. And the young guys need the, the same amount of ice time to keep growing. So it's been uh, it's been a good challenge. We look at the same thing here with the big club where you look at they bring in veteran players. They did it last year. You know, you talk about that group with Beagle and Ladd. And this year it's it's players like Bugstead. And they've got that that older core that's helping the younger guys. But at your at the American League level, it's a little different. And a lot of the kids you're getting are kids. And they're in their first stage of development where they do not hook up their APS bill. And they don't know how to get where do they how do I buy groceries and do that? Do these guys help them off the ice too and learning how to be a pro? Well, you know what? Like, yeah, you know, every day you 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 see a 37 year old man next to you in the stall, you, you see that there's a it's different. You know, you're not uh, talking about the Xbox and necessarily yeah. you know the little the games that you play uh, after after practice you know he's got a real life and he's he's there to you know really help these guys uh, grow and mature and you know they're going to be experiencing exactly what he's going through at some point in life so one of the big storylines in Tucson this season has been Michael Carcone, who's pursuing a Roadrunner's goal-scoring record um, what what's been clicking for Carcone this year what's driving his production you know he's uh, he's got some, he's got belief now. You know he's played in the NHL, and you know it's been a long road for him to get there. And I think once you tap in and you recognize that you feel that you can play at the next level, and it really brings a little extra confidence to your game. And so he he's playing with a, a lot of confidence. He's playing with Adam Cracknell. He's playing with some guys that are really hard on pucks and wanting to get him pucks. And he's been, you know, really a, a catalyst for our power play. So he's getting a lot of ice time. He's playing with some good players. And, um, you know, he, for him, I think it's just the, the depth of belief that he has in himself. Steve, I want to go back to something you said in your first answer, managing the ice time. A lot of these young guys, because you didn't have the depth, you didn't have the veterans you have this year, they were thrown into different roles last season. They're playing a lot, playing in offensive situations. And now it's a step back, right? to learn how to play a complete game that will get them to the NHL. How, how do you deliver that message? How have they received it? Because it's it, sometimes it's easy. Like people up here, I've said this to you before, they'll look at numbers for some of these guys and say, oh, he slipped, he's not producing as much. But it, it's not that simple, obviously. Yeah, I, you know, when you're looking at some of the players, Ben McCartney comes to mind. You know, he, he had a, a significant role with the team last year. And he has a significant role with the team this year. The good thing is, uh, you know, when you're trying to give them the message of, you know, what to expect and how we're going to get to the next level, they've already been to the next level and they know that, hey, they're not going to get probably more than eight to 12 minutes when they start uh, at the NHL level. So for us, it's, you know, you're going to have to really own those 12 minutes that you get in the American Hockey League level. You're, you're going to basically get the same type of touches in the NHL. So you got to master the amount of time that you're getting. And it's a little bit limited compared to what you had last year. But those are the challenges he's going to face in the NHL. So it probably gives him a leg up doing it right now in the American Hockey League to, you know, a lot of times when you're getting those extra touches, it's easier to get in the game. And so when you're only at uh, eight to 12 minutes, sometimes you have to be really sharp mentally when you're not playing on the bench. So for him, it's just a, a good way to keep practicing and it's it'll prepare him for what's to come. We talked about Carconi and, and there are several players on this Roadrunner roster that have spent time here 
in Arizona playing with the Coyotes. And there's a couple. Carcone had a lot of time. And then you look at Dyson Mayo, another player that had a lot of time. But you've got Dauphin. You've you've got Cam Deneen's played up here. So you've got a lot of guys. How is that adjustment now that they've been here, seen it, done it? Especially a guy like Mayo that has to go now and, and, and find something different in his game. Is it... How are you able to help motivate these guys so they don't get too down? And that can be hard, dark days. How do you help them find the ability to get up every day and try to make their way back up? Well, you know what? You know, the the carrot is always there in front of them. You know, I think the they're always one injury away or, you know, they're one good weekend away from getting back into the NHL. And so once you've had a little taste of the NHL and you, you've seen it and you can you can almost touch it, uh, I think the guys do a pretty good job of self-motivating and it's it's literally right there in, in front of them and uh, at times it can feel that you know you're really a long ways away and at times you feel like you're you're right there and uh, I think for them it's just keeping everything into perspective and trying to stay in the moment but I think once you've had a taste of it they, they want more and they, they want to get out so, so when, they when, stay motivated. When you do these call-ups and we've seen them all the time how much input do you and your staff have with the Coyotes management and staff on, on who and how these spots get filled? Yeah I, there's there's good dialogue definitely you know from from I think it's it's done by committee but I, I think most of the time you know, whatever guy gets injured, that place or that, that spot needs to be replaced. So depending on the position, a lot of times we don't have a real strong say in it. It's, uh, you know, if they need a center, then the top center is going to go. So it's pretty, pretty easy, easy at that point. But, you know, when it comes down to the same position and, the, you know, the same type of player, it gets a little bit more difficult and there's definitely more conversations that go into it. But so far, the, the dialogue's been good, and, the, and it's typically done by committee. Um, I want to talk about a few of the guys in Tucson right now who could be a part of the Coyotes' future. You know, we're always looking toward the future right now with the phase the Coyotes are going through. So just going to go through a couple. I'll read the names, and you yep. can kind of give your thoughts on their progression, and we'll start in goal with Ivan Prosvitov. Yeah, Ivan's, you know what, he's he's come a long way. He's uh, had to go through a, a part of the season where, you know, it, he, he was sharing the net a lot of times and we were trying to put him in positions to have success. And now we're getting to the end uh, of the season and, and, you know, the games are, they're, they're very meaningful. And so now we're giving him the opportunity to play back-to-back games and he's responded well. Uh, I thought he... You know, at the start of the season, wanted to play more and wanted to play more, but we wanted to make sure that he was detailed and with the the, the technical stuff that we were working on him with, uh, with him on. And so, you know what, we we were kind of protecting him a little bit, and now he's in a phase where he's he's all go, and we're hoping that he keeps uh, keeps playing the way he has been the last uh, two games. He's got two victories, and he started in the last four, so hopefully he keeps going. Do you think? Uh, a guy like Ivan, Ivan uh, with, with goaltenders' timelines in particular, they can be longer. Do you, do you think he understands that process that, hey, you're not like a forward who might jump into the lineup quickly. This this could be a long game here. You know, Ivan's a, a, an elite person. He, 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 wants to, he wants to excel and he wants to excel fast. So I think he understands it. It's just a matter of having that, that patience. But uh, yeah, as you said, goalies, they do take a little bit more time and they need to see a lot of before they they get up to the NHL they you know they almost have to be a little bit uh, like a 
tire shop. They need to see a little bit more rubber. All right, next guy we want to ask you about, he's actually up with the Coyotes right now, but it's Victor Soderstrom. Yeah, I, I've loved this game here. I think he's, you know, he's come in and he's he seems like he's really confident. Uh, you know, he came in and he was an 18-year-old player that came from Sweden. So there was a lot for, you were talking about, you know, setting up their electric bills. But like he's literally came from a different country and to yeah. learn our culture and the language. Not Language wasn't such a barrier for him. They speak English in Sweden, but... You know, for him to learn our game coming from a bigger ice surface and how we play a little bit grittier, a little dump and chase type game, he had to adjust and adapt. And he was only 18 years old and he's still very young at this point. I think he's 22, 21 years old still. So I, I've loved to see, I, I've loved seeing his maturation and, you know, his last couple of games, he's very, he's looked very confident in the NHL. Let's throw out another name, Jan Yannick. Yeah, he's he's a player that uh, we really miss right now in the AHL. Mm -hmm. He's he's that next piece, that offensive piece that has grit that can play, you know, in, in in so many different ways. And he's a player that we've missed. You know, we joked, but it wasn't funny. We were, <laughs> I think, our record. I think immediately when he he was gone, I think we lost like I think we were like two and ten in the first twelve mm -hmm. games that we missed him. So uh, it was. He's he's made an impact in our lineup, and now we've he's made an impact not being in our lineup. And he's been out now with a lower body injury for quite a while. Is as you prepare for the end of the season and your run for a playoffs, is Jan Unique come back into the picture before you guys get to those important games? Yeah, it seems like uh, he, he's trending in the right direction. It looks like he's coming back in 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 good time. So we hope to have him in the lineup. Uh, you know, ho hopefully he's going to be able to play handful of games, and then uh, we'll get it right in right into the playoffs. All right, next guy on this list, um, Vladislav Kolyachonik. I think I said that right. Yes, this this uh, he's kind of like um, Ivan Drago type. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know his he he is he comes every day with a plan. He's a pro beyond pros. He he's one of those guys that you know he. If some guys are practicing, he's 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 already probably been on the ice 15, 20 minutes. If guys are practicing, he's taking that next step in, in the practice and he can't wait for after the practice so that he can get even further along and get 15 to 20 more touches. You know, he's 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 a guy that's going to be in the NHL. He can skate really well. He's physically strong. He has good vision. Just a matter of cleaning up some of his puck touches and his decision making and he's going to be an NHL. Yeah, I think you described him like as a robot sometimes with the way he approaches things, just methodical, everything. Laid out, he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. He's not going to fail the plan. <laughs> what kind of minutes is he playing for you right now? What kind of a role is he playing for you at, he, in Tucson? His his role is, is uh, significantly increased just in the recent days because Soda's up. Yeah. So now he gets to play both power play and penalty kill, oh, wow. both special mm -hmm. teams. But he's he's so reliable, and he, he can you know he's one of those guys where you know sometimes we have to monitor how much guys get in during the week, how hard they work because they may fatigue. He's a kid that takes care of himself so well off the ice. We have to treat him a little bit differently. So wow, he can play the back to backs, and we're going to put him in some real difficult situations, and we know we can we can fully trust him. 
All right, one more guy on this short list is Nathan Smith, who Coyotes fans saw up here last, at the end of last season, but he's been with the Roadrunners all yeah, season Yeah, Nathan's a, an interesting player. He, he's got a lot of skill. He can make the next play, and he can also play physical, and he's and he can play hard. He's not a very big man, but he plays physically. He can, he can take hits. He can give hits, and he's good in the face-off circle. So he's a, he's a player that was obviously a big part of his, his – um, you know, his, his school where, where he was playing, he was he was a big part of that team. And so, you know, for him to, to come and play pro hockey, it's a little bit of an adjustment. You know, you're always getting the extras. You're always getting the, the extra touches, the extra ice time, you know, when you're when you're not a pro yet. And, you know, for him to have to share the ice time a little bit was a little bit of a, you know, it's for him. It was just uh, he, he had to adapt. And it was an adjustment for him. And now he's coming into his game. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be very long before we see him in the NHL as well. Yeah, when you got when we saw him come in last year from college where he was a goal scorer, he's an offensive guy. He's got 11 goals in 50 games. It's it's good. It's not the elite. Like when you look at Carcone, Carcone's got 24. I mean, so he's not the guy that you turn to, I need a goal right now. So I think for Nathan Smith, what you're finding is he's got to learn a 200-foot NHL game, and it's a big step from college to the AHL, and the step is even bigger from the AHL to the NHL. But I I still think there is room for him, and he will get some games in the National Hockey League, whether it's this year or next year. People need to be patient with him because I think he's still learning. There's no doubt, and I think that's the key. If, if, you're not, if you get called up and you're not ready to play that 200-foot game, you can very easily be sent down the next day, mm-hmm. you know? So we want to make sure that when he comes up, Bear's going to trust him in every scenario. And so, you know adapting to everything matters is is a big thing coming out of college well if you're watching us live right now on the phnx 4 t2 channel it's 11 17 a.m and pd is drinking a four peaks beer <laughs> I, i've got a four peaks one, but i want to bring come back to a comment caleb made earlier like i don't know what world caleb lives in caleb's like good morning good morning buddy it's 11 it's like what time did you wake up i was up at 5 18 yeah. today <laughs> 11 good morning like it's it's almost five o'clock body time so that was my rationale behind the wow plus it's wow it's got a little bit of orange yeah it's very good daytime orange mimosa a little breakfast beer orange juice sure why not vitamin c (laughs) yeah exactly well we love four peaks beer here so much that we drink it at all times of the day um and right now some of us anyway yeah (laughs) right now at four peaks they have a really fun thing going on the beer can derby it's on february 25th at the four peaks a street pub and Tempe, you can pick up your kits now. So if you want to show us, you got the fastest beer can in the valley. Sign up through fourpeaks.com slash events. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And listen, the NBA is off right now for the all-star break. So it's a lot of NHL on the TVs all week. And what better time to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and bet on the NHL, especially with the trade deadline right around the corner. Get your team futures in now um, before they all shift next week. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app using that code PHNX. And new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Why are you signing? Because look at Rick said. Will Austin Matthews spend any time with the Roadrunners when he's signed? He's got to sharpen his game up, learn the <laughs> system. Let's send him down to Tucson. Can you imagine? Yeah, we're going to send. Yeah, we just signed him. We're, we're going to send him down to Tucson for a little t- little TCC. He might fill the TCC. 
Austin what? Matthews would look good there. Hey, Probably. there's an illegal pizza on University. Yes, there is. Uh-huh. We love illegal pizza. All right. I w- we we want to for him on the PowerPoint. <laughs> 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 Find some space. Yeah. Speaking of Tucson, one of the biggest reasons the Coyotes wanted their affiliate there was the proximity and the, the synergy that it creates between the coaching staffs. You can you can talk on the phone anywhere, obviously, and try and create that synergy. But when you have the the opportunity to go back and forth and have those coaches come down, you know, Lars comes down or whoever comes down, it it changes the game. I'm just curious if you can walk us through that process, what it has looked like multiple years in now and how it's benefiting you guys. Well, just as you said, it's a it's a major benefit. You can, you know, split time between the two teams for Lars to be able to come in and skate with our guys and you know he can literally just call us up and say hey do you guys need anything today yep we do perfect i'll see you in a couple hours (laughs) and then he skates the guys and it's been a it's been a real benefit from that standpoint and you know our guys knowing that it's just up the road it's for some reason it doesn't matter whether you're 500 miles or really uh you know 100 miles away but you know when you're that close an hour and a half distance you just feel like you're tethered to the team a little bit tighter and you know it's or they're always kind of watching and so you feel like you're you're really connected at that point yeah and that happens too because you you look at when this team was out in portland maine and they were at the other end of the country for springfield mass they were they were their own out there you didn't know where the players how the players were doing The, the coaches couldn't just drive down and see a game bill armstrong couldn't keep tabs on it so it was a separate entity and worse yet is getting a player here was nearly impossible so it is the synergy between the two organizations where you have strength and conditioning people can go down your power skating coach you talked about i, I just think what i want to know is how is that communication between you and coach Turinier are do you guys talk do you talk about systems do you ever communicate about hockey itself and x's and o's oh yeah absolutely i you know from the coach's perspective it's always nice to see what type of adjustments they've made you know and a lot of times we can watch ourselves and, and kind of figure out the adjustments they're making but you know as the season gets going it's so difficult at times you think there's going to be so much more conversations or communication going on but, you know, we tried to set it up once a week, twice, once every two weeks, and their schedule gets going, our schedule gets going. You're, you know, a lot of times coming in late at night and then mm-hmm. early morning meetings and you're scrambling to get things together. So, of course, we talk and we, we have that dialogue. But, uh, you know, it's 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 as the season goes, it, it becomes harder and harder to, to really get, uh, you know, a lot of conversations going. But obviously when there's real impactful moments where we talk players or you know as you said some of the system-based topics mm-hmm. that we need to go through then of course there's dialogue and conversations are they in french or english <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour. well if we're if we're not happy it's always in french because we always feel like we can swear in french and, <laughs> and you could get like you're you're fluent french too right i'm fluent in french yeah that's I, unbelievable wow, so how do you I sound like that. this and bear does not say well, um, like this. I, I sound like he does when he speaks English. Oh, okay. So, and, and, and in French, when I speak French to him, he probably needs, uh, you know, a, 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 a translator. But, uh, I am fluent. I understand everything and I can speak, but it takes me a little bit longer. And, and by no means do I think uh, I'm as good as Bear when I speak French. He speaks yeah. wonderfully in English. But uh, yeah, I, I, we, can, we, can, we can get along in French. 
he has some great words too. Our favorite is opportunity instead yeah. of opportunity. That's yeah, penalty too. Penalty. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. We love those. Yeah. Oh man, he's, well he's got a few good ones. Yeah, he does. So that yeah. you know, we've talked about this with you before, but the AHL is so interesting because there are call ups to the NHL, and as such, it's rare that you keep your full roster from start to finish. Do you ever get used to the idea that your team might never establish continuity because of all the call, the call-ups? Well, I, I think it's kind of like a, a golfer. When a golfer goes out and he, pl- you know, he plays a perfect game, it's kind of boring. You know, we, we like the challenge. We, we like to see Wouldn't our know guys. know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course it, 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 you know, brings upon a, some, some really good challenges, but it's also some great opportunity for players. So, you know, when, when a guy gets called up, there's a lot of players that are in behind there looking for that extra ice time. And so they, they, they're raring to go and can't wait for that opportunity to play more minutes. So um, usually they step in and do a pretty good job. Are there betting lines on AHL? Because I have no idea how it would be done. I think. Like, how do you plan I on think. that? Oh, six guys just got called up. So, But the, the answer is yes. There yeah, are. I mean, you can bet That's on anything. Are. So. Yeah. So not that I ever would. <laughs> PD betting? No. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I want to talk a little bit about the Pacific Division. I, I remember when this was getting going and I was talking to people about the yeah. formation of a Pacific Division and it felt like a pipe dream for so many years. Now it's the largest division in the AHL. It's, it's kind of crazy to see how it's developed. What impact has that had on you in terms of travel, competition, all the things that you think about when you're trying to develop players? Well, first and foremost, I think a lot of the players want to come here. They want to play and experience what it's like to be in the West. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they, right? So right. that that's really brought a lot of attention to our teams, and I think it's brought our level up here too. I, you know, the the Pacific, I think, won the AHL All Star Classic yep. uh, competition or whatever they they had. Minor flex there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, like, you know what? For us, it's been it's been great. And now with you know the the Palm Springs being here, it's not such a long trip. And now there's, you know, very, there's options to have bus rides to our game. So mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot easier. It's a lot better. And it's a, it's a great division to be in. It's, it's, it's a really fast, hard brand of hockey. I wonder sometimes like it with, with this geographical area, you can almost make a division out of this, like a Southwest division. There's so many, so many teams right in this area now. It's amazing. hundred uh, percent. You're right. You know, there's, you know, we could, yeah, what are we? We're at nine now, right? So it's it's the largest division. It could be easily into two, yeah, divisions. It can. Or Palm Springs needs a video guy. Anderson, <laughs> just, just check into uh, anybody's but, listening but, out there. But also, like Utica or like San Diego. Okay, you know? yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Saying, yeah. just saying. Some great cities sounds, in the Upper Northeast, great Sean. I but, was going to say, what's up with this upstate New York? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk Sorry. about the Pacific Division now, and it's that time of year. Like, I know we're talking about the Coyotes and their playoff push. Let's talk <laughs> about the Roadrunners and theirs with tw- under 25 games to go in your season. You're coming off a big sweep over Henderson over the weekend. What's it look like down the, the next 25? What are some key teams you need to compete with? And what does the playoff picture look like for you in the Pacific? Key teams, we're going to be playing some really top teams here. The Monsters are coming in. We're going to be playing Colorado. We're going to be playing Calgary. Those are always top of the division. Those are going to be some some pretty big games for us. We've got a weekend series against Chicago next weekend that uh, is mm-hmm. is going to be very impactful for us. That's a team that we we can play against. We we need to beat, and we play them twice. So we've played them twice at home a couple weeks ago. We beat them. There, it's a it's a big weekend for us. Yeah. How many teams make the playoffs out of the Pacific? Seven. Okay, so you're you're right there right now. You're 
sitting at six, sitting at six. So you're you're in the playoff picture for sure. So people, if you want to see a playoff race, and we talk about it here and joke about it here with the Coyotes, well, their AHL affiliate is actually in a playoff race. So keep tabs on them, watch them, look at, follow them. This is going to be exciting, and a lot of the names you know on these players. So so definitely tune in as this. And oh, by the way, they're about to expand NHL rosters, so who knows who we'll lose. <laughs> but that's one <laughs> thing, Craig. Craig is we, right. there, that one thing here is going to be interesting f- and to see how Bill Armstrong manages this is what does he do? What d- Does he play at the Coyotes and get them at the NHL level, or does he have them play meaningful games in the NHL where it's, it's learning about how to win important games, how to get through playoffs, how to yeah. play a series? It's going to be interesting to see how they manage that experience of the National League. But the experience of winning and culture and important games late in a season, which is invaluable. So we'll see. Yep, definitely. Might be a balance of both. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, well, it's exciting to follow for sure. Um, PD, you mentioned earlier, you know, you have to get people set up on their their bills and, you know, live, yes. be an adult living on your own. And a part of that is buying furniture. It is. Um, but lucky for the people in Tucson, they have Arizona's best furniture at their disposal. Too? I'm, I'm actually sure? not sure, but it's in Arizona, so yes. I feel like it's, like it's fair game. Um, more furniture. I have been checking it like all week because I am moving this weekend. <laughs> I literally was on my phone on More Furniture's website yesterday um, trying to <laughs> trying to find a kitchen table, a dining room table. There's just a lot. When you move and you move to a bigger space, you're not, you, you need a lot of stuff. So more. luckily, I have more at my disposal, and you can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to more furniture.com that's m-o-r furniture.com pd we need to do an underdog fantasy draft soon we do let's do it let's do it tomorrow or wednesday 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 before the coyotes game for the early set um you can do a draft for certain slates of games and like i mentioned earlier there's a ton of nhl games all week with the nba off so what better time to get into fan daily fantasy drafts with your friends you can also play the pick them game pick player higher or lower on point totals and maybe if you're like me consider getting that insurance option if you constantly only miss one leg which is something that's been happening to me a lot if you can't tell <laughs> pretty bitter um, but it's super easy to get started on underdog go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars. all right leah is a u of a product pd has u of a ties i do jackson we have a lot of people with U of A ties in this office. It it actually bugs Sean and me a lot. <laughs> we, we talked about it. But Tucson's a pretty good city. If, if, if I'm being honest here, I really like that town. I think it's a great college town. There's a really cool downtown area as well. What does a coach do with those hours and hours of free time that you have on hand? <laughs> I really yeah. like my apartment. To be honest with you, right, right by the, you know, it's not too far from the rink. I can walk back and forth like listen to the audio we were talking about audiobooks i have a really fun life in tucson i walk from the rink right to the right to my apartment yep and then back <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's about it and then in between there there's a few restaurants i like to stop every once in a while but it is a great place i mean i think the guys so enjoy it there the downtown is is being it's it's you can see it's it's growing it's changing it's they're they're always constantly improving it and it's it's a it's it's vibrant on a Friday night. You can't make your way up and down the downtown streets. There, it, it's packed. It's congested with people. So, 
uh, yeah, come check it out. It's but, a lot of fun. But that's that's one of the things sure. we talked about here in Arizona being a destination place for players. It's coming. I think they need to start winning more. We talked about the new building and all of those things to make this a destination. But Tucson in the American League, when you do, you sign free agents too. Like, and you have to show, hey, come here. Like, look at, look at for so many reasons, the opportunity to get called up is here because the team needs players from us. We do it continually. It's a nice city. Our weather is great. Our travel's not too bad. So you've got to start to be a destination for American League free agents. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think as we keep going, as, as you said, as, as we keep going and we win and we start building our, growing our culture, it's going to be a, a real favorable place for the guys to want to play. There's I'm just no picturing you going back to your apartment and just kind of staring off into space. <laughs> it's a little quiet time. <laughs> you know, the good thing is, is that I get the sunset right in my apartment. So yeah. I go out my balcony and I'm able to, you know, over, you yeah. oversee the city and I'm watching and I'm happy. I got my video there, of course, if anybody's watching. But, but one thing, GMs Craig, and I'm going to say this because once you're working. a coach and you, you step into a mind of a coach and see coaches work, even when they're off, Mm-mm. it's going. Yep. It's it's. Well, what about that line matchup? Well, that guy's going to get hurt. How am I going to do that? Well, this power play coming in. How am I going to kill that? It literally doesn't shut off. You could be laying in bed and going, "Oh yeah, I thought this will blew the second guy in the forecheck." It it doesn't turn off until summer, and then when it's over, it's over just for a little bit before you ramp up again. But I, I tell you, you're I, I can just hear him saying back and forth to the rink. It's not like you're just sitting there watching soap operas. It's you're buzzing. You're watching video. You're, you're keeping up on what's going on. And it, it's n- never ending. Accurate. Oh, 100 percent. You know what? I slept far better as an assistant coach. <laughs> you know, like you're right. It's, you're constantly thinking your message. What's your message the next day? What your lineup is? You know what your how you're going to try to grab the next inch out of the next player. And then, you know, like you said, the team that we're playing, how are we going to, who are we going to match up and or do we care about the matchup? So yeah, there's a lot, move, there's a lot of moving parts when you're the coach for sure. So do you have any go-to spots for a restaurant <laughs> or a, a hike? Do you ever get to hike? Or Chef Alisa. Do you, do you have a yogi is, that helps you through these? You try to get, no, like a yogi to get oh, you into a, yeah. a, a yogi. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, Steve Pottman. Monday, Steve would want to go there. So let's Can you see Monday opening mic? Where is he? The love karaoke. No, you know what? Our schedule has been so crazy. I haven't really been out in Tucson that often. To be real honest with you, we've been playing wow. much like an NHL schedule back and forth. And so <laughs> much like the Coyotes schedule. Much, yeah, much crazy. like the, the Coyotes. So I haven't done any of that. Uh, you know, Chef Ali, uh, Alisa, I, I butcher this every time and my wife's going to watch it. She's going to give me crap for sure. <laughs> but uh, it, that's a restaurant that my when my family comes to watch games, the three they, go. They, they, they go there. Love it. Is there a spot that the players go to? Or? <laughs> well, they're legal, just getting illegal, coffee. Illegal, they're just getting no, coffee. I mean, I used to see Roadrunners at Legal, legal Pete's on, legal on Pete's. University yep. yeah. all the Can't time. Can't beat that. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I have no. I have no clue. I try. Yeah. I try, try not, not to know. Part of it. I know <laughs> yeah. they, they have. Fun legal Pete's good. Like, it's good. They're just going. They're illegal, also just going illegal, home into the ring. Players. Yeah. They're Friday night in Tucson. We're just going back to bed, Coach. We're good. Let's watch movies. As someone who lived in downtown Tucson, across the street from Hi-Fi like 
at 2 a.m. you're awake when the bars are getting out. Like, yeah. <laughs> not that's not true. the Roadrunner player's nope, bill. That was yeah. me speaking on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Probably never saw a Roadrunner, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. never. Um, well, we do a segment on the show. I know it's Monday, but it's called Weekend Binge. Basically, the concept is, and clearly you just stated how no little time. time you have, but are you watching anything, um, any good recommendations, streaming or movies or... I seriously have the most boring life ever. <laughs> I am the least interesting human ever. But uh, I, I would say that my wife is watching, I think, the Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. fire. It's good. Yep. Is yeah. good. Yep. 18, yeah. 18, the 1883 was 18, first, so now we're 18. There's another 20. one. There's two of them. Yeah, it's the new one. Yeah. The 1920s. I was just watching a... The, the documentary on the the golf uh, what's a swing oh, away yeah. oh, on, Netflix? on Netflix yeah, yeah that, that looks really good. good I've yeah. heard that's good too yeah it was really good <laughs> really good yeah I guess yeah I Love Island UK didn't crack in no my <laughs> <laughs> favorite Come show on. can you see Steve Hoppin and all the coaching staff around John hey, Slaney there's 60 episodes so you gotta stay on top of you it. walk into the coach's room and they're fumbling for the remote as they're looking at Love Island UK sorry Bill Bill Bill's here <laughs> hey, Bill's wife watches Love Island UK oh she, my she's goodness done after carrying <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. oh man um, one other thing we like to ask our guests is, especially as someone who's played hockey and yeah. been a coach for a while, um, we like to tell our tale. We call it Tales from the Road. We all have crazy travel yeah, it's stories. More like nightmares from the road. Yeah, but... more on nightmares. Um, <laughs> do you have any crazy travel But stories? before you go, we just want to, we're not here to embarrass anybody or sorry, off color. These are funny yes. little yeah. like a prank that might have been played or like to one something player. that went terribly yeah. wrong yes in your travel you, or... you know what it's again it's so not interesting but <laughs> we because of our schedule we, we we don't really get a lot of time off on the road and when we do it's very limited amount of time and so like we just we have zach stortini now as part of mm -hmm. our staff he's a right. new member of our staff and we had it was jay john and i and and jake wagman for for quite some time and so Every time we go out now, we've we've talked about all these great times that we've had in the past, but there was probably just a little bit more time in between games, so you could have a little bit more fun on your on your downtime. And mm -hmm. so we kept telling Storts about how great we've had, you know, how fun it was yeah. on the road. And every time we get on the road, we we're so tired, and we get to a place <laughs> and we have a drink, and then it's like. Remember all those times we used to have <laughs> such fun? It was so much more fun. Yeah. It's actually waiting for this, you know, excitement, and there's just never any excitement. But the good thing is, we have this. I think we told, we talked about the the Blue Water in San Diego. There's this restaurant that's, you know, off the beaten path a little bit. And typically, when you go to San Diego, you want to be by the beach. And so, of course, we can't wait, and we we make plans to be by the beach and have dinner and. Jake Wagman took us to this place that was a little off the beaten path and it's it's a little bit of a concrete heaven and it was probably the worst experience. <laughs> no. <laughs> but little did we know that there's a blue water restaurant on the beach and for some reason he's only invited Zach. He's never invited John and I. We've only experienced the the terrible place on the no. you know, off the beaten path but I, it's not. It's not a funny story, but I, I want to make sure that he feels guilty. That. <laughs> that he so, took you to the, you know, yeah, the wrong yeah. place. This place, this like place? really? And you took Zach to the nice place. I guess he felt sorry for Zach. So not, having much not on the one. beach. This one, the the new one, the good is one, yes. on the beach, but, and it's a sunset. But not the one you went to. Not the one no. we went to. The one we Whoops. went to was off. You know, it was in town, and so it was. You know. <laughs> You don't want to be in San Diego in town. We want to be on the beach. But <laughs> anyway, it only takes his closest friends. We understand. 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh well, if you uh, want to check out a Roadrunners game, we definitely recommend it. We've been down. We went last year, but we're trying to find time again with just the crazy yeah. schedule. But I know a few of our listeners actually live in Tucson, live in Tucson and Tucson, go yeah. to Roadrunners games a ton. Um, so if you're looking to go to a game, anytime you go to a game, a show, an event. Grab your tickets on game time. It's the best place to buy them, especially if you wait till the last minute. You can save up to 60% when you wait. I've been eyeing John Mayer tickets April 5th, oh, and I've been waiting. Wow. And every time I look, I look like once a week every time. They're a little less. So I'm really going to try to hold on, wait until that last day. Um, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in the description so definitely check out the game time app and also i'm excited because as soon as we get off the air here we got some burrito express burritos waiting for us Did you- if you remember to order on the email that they sent yes. which of course i didn't of again course. um i'm on the steak and salsa train i've been beating this drum for the last two weeks ever since sean brought me a steak and salsa burrito two weeks ago so i got one waiting for me in the kitchen and i, I don't. couldn't be excited um, and right now at burrito express you can buy a 25 dollars burrito express gift card and get a free burrito when you do it's an awesome deal so head on over to your nearby burrito express location today they've got locations all over the valley tempe scottsdale gilbert check them out really really good stuff i think what's important today is people that are listening and then listen to us a lot we've talked about the rebuild over and over and the rebuild is such a process that it starts with the draft and all the scouting but this piece of the American League is so important for what's going to happen here in the future. So I I, I know we we are not kidding. We strongly encourage you to follow this team. Like get on theahl.com, T-H-E-A-H-L.com. Follow the standings, follow the players because they're players that either have been here or are going to be here. If you're in Tucson, great, go to a game. If you can't, follow their, their PR staff on their website because they do do podcasts. The Adrian Denny he gives you all the information you need because the players you learn today in Tucson are the players you're going to want to know tomorrow in Arizona. So I, I can't say enough how important the marriage between these two franchises, well, not franchises, these two teams are for this franchise because it's an important step of the development to getting this team through to being winners. And we look at the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay won a Stanley Cup. They also won championships in the American League first. Yep. It's a stepping stone. It's a building ground to get you to this. So... I personally want to say thanks to what you're doing down there. I know it's 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 a hard line between winning and teaching, and you guys walk it very, very well. So thanks for coming and, and doing all the things you're doing for us today. Appreciate that. Thanks. And honestly, just to piggyback off what you were saying, it was nice to see last night Michelli and, and Hayden mm-hmm. connect on uh, an overtime winner. Both oh, days. yeah. yeah. Both we did want to ask you about that. How yeah. is that to watch guys that you've had a hand in their development? Well, it's fun to see them do the things they did with us. And it translates as the next level. You could see, you know, Michelli did that quite often with us. He'd freeze the goalie, keep the puck connected, and then slip the pass across for an open net. We hear this from Michelli here, and and I heard it on the broadcast last night. That's why I wanted to ask you, somebody who's seen him. I think Michelli, unbelievably offensively gifted. His ability to make plays through sticks, through phenomenal. Can he learn and can he add scoring to what he does on the ice? Can he become a goal scorer? <laughs> Underrated shooter. Yeah. Absolutely can. I think he prefers to pass, pass and defers, but he can definitely rip the puck. Do you think that'll happen as he matures more and gets to know, hey, maybe I should shoot? Right now he defers to everybody because, hey, I'm the new kid. Do you think that'll... Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think parts of his game has evolved in, you know, just in on the forecheck and the defensive zone, so I see no reason why he can't evolve offensively. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, his passing has been unbelievable, yeah, well, especially the last two games. And yeah. now he's leading all rookies in assists. In if I'm NHL. a shooter, that's the guy I want to play with. Yes, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's Very getting you the puck. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. And if I don't score, that's the guy I want to play with because yeah. he's going to get me the puck. Yeah. And I'm going to find a way to score with that guy. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts from anyone on the, anyone on the panel? I think we're good, actually. Just looking forward to a, being able to watch a playoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we don't, we don't it, get them up here right now. It, buddy, was, so. <laughs> it was great in Tucson. We followed the uh, the Winnipeg Jets and now the Phoenix Coyotes and hopefully the Arizona Coyotes at one point where the whiteout was in effect. And yeah. We had our whiteout in Tucson six, seven years ago, and it was Is it that long ago? It was Dallas? It you was played that long ago. Yeah, it, no, we Texas? Played, we played San Jose. Yep. And that, that was the first round, and then we Texas. got to the conference finals against Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm know? excited for it. And as you know, if it's – Roadrunner Coyote related will be there and hopefully we get down to a playoff game. That would be phenomenal to make a trip down the I-10 for playoffs. Yeah. Can't wait. Absolutely. Let's go. And and check out again the Roadrunners are at home uh March third and fourth against San Diego. So if you want to get down for a game, you can go for both nights, go for one. It's the games there are amazing if you have Yeah, been. they really are. It's a lot of fun. It's a great atmosphere for for hockey. Yep, absolutely. So check them out. Um thank you again for joining us in Appreciate studio. It. Hope thank to you. have you Thanks back again soon. Me. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna leave. I'm just gonna go to the furniture thing. Grab a four peaks and yeah, more exactly. yeah, the burrito express is calling <laughs> yeah. everyone's name. Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you again um, for joining us. We'll be back live tomorrow. We have another in-studio guest. Now now that everyone knows this is the place to be, we just can't get enough. Um, Ray Whitney will be joining us in studio tomorrow on Tuesday at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So we hope you join us then as well. And you can follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePaz at PHNX underscore Coyotes and follow the Roadrunners too at Roadrunners AHL on Twitter. Follow along everything that's going on because it's really exciting. Coach Popfin, thank you again so much for joining us. Everybody in the chat, thank you. Like this video, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.